Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. It's a pleasure to be with you, and I'm really excited about my next guest. She is Tish Squillaro from Candor Consulting, and uh, Tish is joining us from Pennsylvania, and we're going to talk about uh, the Candor the Consulting business. It's a management consulting business, and it focuses on the critical need of people alignment and goal setting to achieve success. So, Tish, welcome to the show, and thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Very excited to have you. And uh, before we get into all of this, uh, talking about uh, uh, lining up people's goals and uh, the the critical need of people alignment, tell us about uh, Candor Consulting and how you got started with it and what you do for folks. Sure. So Candor is just what it says. It's the ability to be speaking honestly, openly about someone's need to work on their business. And I focus mainly on change management and organizational design to help companies scale, which is where a lot of emotions come into play when business owners are trying to grow their businesses, make decisions on their business growth, hire the right people. One of the things that's key is that open, honest, and objective view as they make those decisions. And at that C level or that owner level, It's really hard because it's not something they readily find. Most people don't tell them what they need to hear. They tell them what they think they want to hear. So I play that confidant role with them as they navigate through some of the changes of a business growing. So that makes so basically that 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 brutal honesty that business owners need to hear they don't get from their key employees. You know they say it's it's lonely at the top, and that's very true in a lot of business organizations, isn't it? It is because most people look to the leader as the person who has the answers and the one that knows where we're going and the person who can make all the decisions. But like everyone else, we have some doubt. We may not be sure, but we really don't get to show that because that would frantic the rest of the organization. So you have to be able to maintain a little continuity and a little bit of security for everyone else. But at that same time, you still may need to talk it through, work through it, answer some questions you may not know, and it's always great to have someone to brainstorm with, or what I like to call a sounding board, which is a big part of what I play with many of my clients. What are some of the common issues or problems that business owners share with you? Uh, You know, what have you heard over and over again out there? Well, one of the things that I think, um, and they'll probably agree because I wrote a book about it called Head Trash, is when you're at that senior level role, your emotions become a big part of how you look at things and make decisions, more so because you don't really have the access to others to kind of vet it through. So when they're making some very tough, difficult decisions, it's being able to look objectively at something and not emotionally. And there are so many different emotions that we have, it's so hard at times to know which are the ones that are going to place us on not making that right decision and staying objective. And a big part of that is really where someone who can look at things without the emotion attached to it or the baggage of seeing what's happening 
to say, well, this is the reality of what's happening. Now can you take a look at it and think about what you want to do? You sometimes need help to do that because it's very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it is basically uh, their baby, and uh, there's a lot on the line. Uh, do a lot of business owners worry about how a decision is going to uh, have, how people are going to perceive them based on a decision? Absolutely. One of the number one head trash elements in, a, in my book is fear. And most entrepreneurs and founders and folks in that senior level position look at fear as a means that they're supposed to always know the answers, and if they don't, they shouldn't do anything. So what happens is they stall or get stuck and not proceed forward with the decision they want to make. And really it's because they're afraid that they don't know what they don't know yet or they may be wrong and they're not allowed to be wrong. So when they have that element of fear or that emotion of fear and it becomes more of their head trash where they don't move forward or make that tough decision or push the company ahead, it's something that holds everybody back. So I love the name of the book, Head Trash. I mean, it it really conjures up an image, and I can imagine what it's about. But tell our listeners a little bit more about what are some of the, 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 the issues that business owners deal with that we're talking. We're talking about some of them, but give us some more. Sure. Head trash are the emotional barriers that get people stuck. It doesn't even have to be in business. It could be in your own personal lifestyle. Because if it's something that's causing you to make a decision that you regret or a decision you should have made, that's the element that we're looking at. We've highlighted seven of them. In working with CEOs and senior leaders and business owners over 15 years, there are seven emotional pieces that get in their way. And they're very common. And I'll let you know what they are because I'm sure you can see which ones you have yourself. Fear, control, insecurity, anger, guilt, paranoia, and arrogance. All very common everyday emotions relevant to all of us. But when they go from a healthy emotion, and I'll use control as an example, where boundaries and limitations and structure are important, to being where you've got to be in every meeting and you have to make every decision and you have to meet every new hire, even if there's 500 people in your company, Well, all of a sudden, that becomes a barrier. That makes it impossible for your organization to scale. That's when it goes from being a healthy form of control, which is one that we need in our companies with boundaries and guidelines, to one where you become stifling of it ever really scaling. Wow. That's fantastic. So the seven areas of head – I mean, I I would imagine that everybody – has these and some people it's just what time of day is it ask them what element they're in so you've created something of an index out of this uh, called the head trash index if i understand correctly what is that that's a way to give people a deeper insight into whether the emotions that they're thinking are causing them to have some challenges it's located on our website so it's headtrash911.com headtrash911.com It's about a 10-minute investment, 27 questions. You're basically asked to describe how you'd respond to situations. Immediately upon finishing, you'll get back your score. We call it the index. And it'll tell you all seven of them and what numeric score you have, and it'll highlight the top two, the ones that seem to have most pressure on your thinking process and where they cause your decisions to maybe change because of your emotions. And then we give you a little tip as to how it could be impacting you and what you might want to do about it. How did you go about doing the research to come up with, I love the name again, I love the name. How did you go about 
coming up with the idea and the research to to come up with to write this book? Well, first, thank you, Bill, because the name was meant to be uh, accommodating to people to look at and, and laugh a little. It wasn't to frighten them to think, oh, my God, there's another thing wrong with me. So it was certainly made for people to feel that they could pick up this book and not feel badly about themselves because these emotions are in all of us every day, and you're right. You can have all seven happening in one day. However, there will be one or two that will stick with you. And the way the book was developed was over a period of three years looking at all the different clients that I work with, the different levels of organizations and and the decision-making that had to be made so that I can put real relevant stories aligning with each of the seven because I wanted people to see themselves comfortably that they're not alone and this is what can happen if that emotion gets in the way. And that's how the book came about. It was really a conversation I was having with one of my colleague consultants about a particular client that was struggling with making a decision. And it was not all the excuses he had around him, but really himself. And that's when we were able to put into play what we call head trash, but the things that get in your way are typically something you control, which is your emotion. Now, it's natural for people to have these concerns and fears. And I can tell you, I mean, I I belong to a, a group of business owners that meets on a regular basis and in confidence, these are some of the exact same things that they're talking about that they wouldn't tell, they wouldn't dare tell anybody at their office. They wouldn't dare tell maybe even their, maybe even their family or, or their spouse that they're having these concerns, but these are things they will talk about in confidence they're having. So what happens, everybody has these emotions. What happens when they identify it? How do they deal with it? And does the book take them to that next step or level to deal with some of these issues? Well, it does. The book does. The book offers two main things. One is awareness, and you just hit on that. If people can become self-aware, and that's what the index helps to do, is to give people some insight as to what's causing some of the stops or the blockage or the bottlenecks. And that's becoming comfortable with feedback and seeing that I have some of these things in my way. The second thing it offers is very practical, everyday tips, basic things you can do to manage through them. And you don't have to go out and buy anything to do it. You don't need to go get a coach, though I would recommend if you'd like to, you could. But it talks to you about very basic, basic common sense things to do to break down the barriers that you're causing with your emotion. And much of it is really taking a look at why am I doing this. And when you start to, un- to uncover why, it's easier to put a plan together as to what you're going to do about it. Many times people get stuck with the why part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, if you have a if you have somebody who's um, wondering about why they feel this way, they could go online at the uh, Head Trash nine one one, take the index, take the test, learn about these types of things, read the book, and then give you a call and say, "Hey, I've really got some issues, and I understand now what the issue is. Now, can you help me move past it?" Is that when people engage you? People will engage me that way, which is is a very process-like way, or they're not even sure what they have. They feel that something's not working. Many times they think it's someone else on their team, and they'll say, hey, you need to help my group. And I would say, okay, great. Well, let me first learn a little bit about you and where you play a role. Let me find out what's going on with your group. And usually it's a hybrid of the whole team needs to either look at the way they're behaving, communicating, effectively solving problems together, and this is where their emotions could get in the way 
or their styles of behavior get in the way. I mean, communication is another key element to how uh, teams work more effectively together. People will talk to each other, but are they being actually effective with what they're trying to say to each other? That's the key. Very good point. So this goes beyond just what's in the owner's head, but into the management team's head and creates a team building kind of a thing where they can actually all deal with it individually and then come collectively together and deal with it. Got that, because is that people right? Don't realize, yeah, yeah, that is right, because many times the, the, the leader of the group doesn't realize that they're even showing certain emotions or causing certain frustration. And because of that, it impacts how everyone else's performance will happen. For example, one of the head trashes is anger. Anger is one of those areas where you have to immediately let people know your displeasure. Well, that can cause an organization to work in a very um, nervous or uncomfortable fear factor because no one wants to make this person upset. So your inability to control your emotions with anger by having to immediately tell someone how unhappy you are can cause everybody else to walk on eggshells, which doesn't make for a very healthy environment, which is why it's important to look at you as the leader, the owner, the business owner. How are you conducting yourself? Because it's going to impact everyone around you. Now, tell us about uh, one of your uh, greatest accomplishments with a client, Tish. Sure. Uh, I'd like to think every client I work with walks away having done something differently. My greatest accomplishment with clients is really when they look at a situation and they were going to go with one approach and they were able to factor in another way of looking at it or a different approach to take. And one that stands out in particular was when one of my clients had trouble with someone in their group that was a friend and someone that they cared deeply about was part of the early stages of the company's growth. And now as the organization moved on and grew, that person no longer fit that role the way the organization needed them to be. Had nothing to do with the individual because that person did everything that they were supposed to do for what they were doing. But as the company grew, that role expanded and more things were required for that role. And when I met with the leader, it was very difficult for them to have any discussion with that person because, one, there was the emotional attachment. Two, there was a feeling of guilt, which is another one of the head trashes that they owed it to this person because they were there from the beginning. And three, they made excuses why that person really wasn't their fault. It was the company's fault that they were failing. And as we worked through all the reasons why that conversation was necessary, and they need to have that discussion with that employee, no matter how difficult it was. To me, I felt great after that person was able to sit down, have the tough conversation, and at the end, the person that they spoke to was actually happy and relieved because they were failing and they knew it, but they didn't know how to say it. So in the end, it actually worked out great for both parties because one was guilty for saying it, the other was afraid for letting the other person down, and what we were able to get is two people to communicate effectively, speak what was needed to be said, and both of them moved on to have things work better for, for them and their friendship stayed. So through awareness and understanding, you, you in essence, saved a company, saved a situation that, that, you know, that could have saved a company, right? Well, it definitely helped the company continue to grow. It allowed the CEO to make a decision that was extremely difficult, and everyone out there knows how difficult, difficult decisions are to make. And also the person who was suffering got relief because they weren't able to stand up and say, 
I can't do this for you. I'm sorry. This is not working. So I really feel like for that one, three things came out of it in a positive way. It's great stuff. And so, you know, we hear over and over again here at Ex-Coach Radio that it's the people problems that are, are, are stifling that are the most difficult. Um, and we need uh, we need simplification, understanding, and head trash, it sounds like, takes it, breaks it down into these seven areas and says, let's analyze it, become aware of it, deal with it, work through it, and come come out together on the other end of it better as a team, better as a company. So I, I really like the concept. Now, Tish, do you speak to, I don't have it on my notes here, but are you a Vistage speaker? It's funny you should say that. I'm driving from State College where I did a Vistage speaking engagement for a group of CEOs this morning. <laughs> okay. All right. So Vistage, for our listeners that may not know it, is a, a, a worldwide group of business owners that collaborate, get together, talk about tough issues, bring in top-notch speakers. So, Tish, when you talk to a group, um, I, I have a feeling it's about head trash, but tell us in a, in a minute and a half or two minutes um, what's, your, what's your talk about and, and uh, from kind of from A to Z so our, anybody who's listening that's a Vistage member could get a feel for it. Certainly, and I can use this morning as a perfect example. It is on head trash. It is on the emotional barriers, the things that are getting the CEO stuck. It's looking at where are they not working to the best of their organization or where are they seeing challenges within their leadership team that they didn't know how to label. Because what head trash allows a CEO to do is to look at where the bottlenecks are in their organization holistically from the top down and see where they can bring more self-awareness to look at how can we solve the problem together. Let's figure out what the problem is. And that's what happened this morning. Out of the group of 20, each of them had a story that related to one of the seven and how they didn't realize that's what it was and what they were working on was the wrong thing. They were actually trying to solve a situation that it wasn't even being caused by. And what we were able to do was narrow it down to one of these emotions because it was about people, and people are always tied to emotion, and now they knew how to help either themselves or someone in their organization manage through that emotional barrier. Fantastic. Fantastic. So uh, it sounds very compelling, very interesting. I'd love to. I'd love for our chair to have you at our group. Trish, how do our listeners get in touch with you to talk to you more about this? My email is Tish, T-I-S-H, at candor-consulting.com, spelled C-A-N-D-O-R-consulting.com. Or if you reach our index through headtrash911.com, I'll also be able to be reached that way. Here's another tool for, our, for you, our listeners, that you can go to, um, learn more about yourself, learn more about your how you're communicating with people, what your issues and problems are, and now you have a resource at HeadTrash911 to do so. Um, Trish, thanks very much for joining us. I would love to talk to you for a, another hour about this, but we're out of time today, so let's talk again sometime in the near future, okay? That sounds like a plan. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with another guest, so please stay tuned. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? 
will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 